Welcome back to the second half of this morning's Gone Outdoors. Kyle Agri and Scott Brewer of Brewer Agri Outdoors. Talking hunting, talking fishing, and talking just about anything you can do outdoors. Coming to you from KWSN Sioux Falls and Kello News Talk Sioux Falls, as well as the mighty 790 KFGO Fargo. And we're gonna we're gonna do something we've never done before on Gone Outdoors. We're gonna talk about unicorns. Uh, what are unicorns? Unicorns are those things that we hear about. Thirty inch walleyes. For me, that's a unicorn. Uh, me, you know, I think I think our guest is in the same club as me, so uh, might be yeah. more of us than it's not. But unicorns are those things we hear about, but in reality, do they really exist? And a lot of the times we, we doubt that they really exist. Well, this past week, uh, if you follow Brewer Agri Outdoors on social media, you saw a video posted by uh, my co-host, Scott, and it was about a kind of obscure, I'll say maybe a different off-the-wall type of ice fishing technique that we stumbled on because of, of our guest and it caught some traction like we've never seen before. Scott, what are we up to as far as v- number of views on this little short video clip? Yeah, it's not like in the thousands. It's a couple of million at this point. Just beyond any fathomable thing that we could ever imagine. And it, it brought us to the point where we thought we should really talk about where this particular technique came from and just share that with our listeners. And and that's why we have Brewer Agri contributor Mike Tool with us on this segment. Mike, welcome back to Gone Outdoors. It's always good to be back with you guys on here. You didn't know you were going to be talking about unicorns, did you? No, no. And and of course, right off the bat, we got to got to throw the uh, throw it out there that I have yet to catch a 30 inch walleye just like yourself so Mike you have caught many 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 master angler walleyes which are 28 inch oh man I've I have come very close many times I don't know how many times I've remeasured the same exact fish hoping to cross that threshold but someday It'll happen. We know it'll happen. It might happen in a few weeks. We're actually going to be talk, talking about Lake Winnipeg here uh, coming up next segment. We've got some things coming up in the future we'll, where we'll be talking in person about Lake Winnipeg and actually traveling up there in, a, in about a month from now. So um, it, it does center around Lake Winnipeg, Mike. And this was, gosh, I want to say this was, what, 2018 or 2019. It was before the pandemic. All of a sudden, we're out there on Lake Winnipeg and you start seeing, grab the camera, and you're catching fish on a technique that I don't think anybody had ever thought of or even seen before. Tell our listeners a little bit, kind of the backstory, and and what led up to you trying this new technique, and then what it is, and how it works. Yeah, well, I don't like like you said, I don't necessarily remember what year it was. I think it was like 2018, maybe 2017 was the year that we heard people talking about how shallow they were catching walleyes on Lake Winnipeg. They were catching them in, you know, one to two feet of water underneath the ice. And it got me thinking of, like, why would those big walleyes be up there where their backs are almost touching the bottom of the ice? And it kind of sparked a memory of of when I was a teenager fishing down here in the river um, of the Minnesota River Valley and using live frogs to catch catfish. And it was unbelievable how many times you would end up incidentally catching really good walleyes out of the river which are kind of hard to come by the way it is and then all of a sudden you're catching them on a on a frog it was kind of different but i didn't think anything of it as a as a teenager until all of a sudden we were thinking about why these walleyes are up in one foot of water on lake winnipeg and it got me curious that maybe they're up there 
picking up frogs off the off the bottom of the lake. Back then, I thought frogs burrowed, so I I thought that they were like actually grubbing them out of the mud. But in my research, I learned that they don't they don't actually burrow; they just lay on the bottom of the lake, which actually makes them even more of an easy target. So I'm guessing that the walleyes are up there probably feeding on minnows on frog, whatever it is they see. But if they see a frog scooting along on the bottom, I guarantee you they're going to eat it. And a lot of people, like you said, think that they burrow into the mud. Like they just disappear all winter long under the ice. But we're learning that that's not the case. Right. Yeah. Like you said, I think, I think maybe those, those fish are up there initially, you know, trapping bait fish. And, and then like you said, when, when they come across a, a live frog just laying there on the bottom, I mean, how can you pass that up, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you think about the, the south basin of Lake Winnipeg, the area we're fishing is really the delta of the Red River as it empties into the lake. And so the Red River doesn't just come in in one channel. It spreads out over a quite a wide area where there's a lot of small channels, slow-moving water, and essentially... Uh, sloughy cattail areas throughout the entire delta. And so uh, there's obviously frogs there, right? Yeah. Yep. And, and that was, that was also part of the conversation of, you know, some of our, our friends from Canada were talking about different people that would not only fish Lake Winnipeg, but they would push back into those marshy areas and, and actually fish back in there too, which kind of furthered my, my curiosity of why they'd be in there. All right, Mike, we don't got a whole lot of time here. We only got like maybe three minutes left. You're not using live frogs. You're not using frozen frogs. How are you doing it? No, so I, I decided, you know, I, I need a I need a bait that's a frog. And, you know, who has frogs but bass guys, right? So so all these topwater frogs and, a, and live target makes a topwater walking frog, they call it. So it's a hard bait instead of the soft-sided um, spro style, uh, frog. And so I decided that was going to be my, my bait of choice and, and now just figure out how to sink it to the bottom so it doesn't float. So took that bait and added a, like a drop shot sinker to the eye of the, the nose of it and got it to be just so it's, you know, a little heavier than neutrally buoyant. So it sinks at a really slow level and it sits on the bottom that kind of like a 45 degree angle. And kind of makes it look like the like a live frog laying around down there as you kind of bounce it around and pop it up and down off the bottom. So, Mike, how did I think you gave a little description there, but how did you fish this? Was this your primary line, or was this kind of the, the secondary dead stick, if you will, line that, that you maybe didn't pay as much attention to, or, or how did you make it work? Well, initially, yeah, I, I kind of doubted it myself. So it was a secondary line at first because, you know, obviously – to catch fish there, you need a you need a uh, a rattle bait or or a spoon or something like that. So it was always kind of on the back burner until I started having success with it, and then it kind of transitioned into being my jigging rod. Honestly, I would I would just lightly keep it in my hand and jig it, and realize that in some cases you get more aggressive with it and actually lift it off bottom a foot or so, and and they would actually chase it up off bottom as well. So I've in recent in recent trips, I've actually transitioned it to be my only rod I fish with. Really, what a just a, a testament to the innovation of anglers and and ice anglers and thinking of 
what is the fish's behavior, and then being able to put together a technique that matched it. And certainly under the ice, it's always a, a little bit more of a challenge when you're doing that. Mike, just uh, as we wrap up here, if I recall that first trip, or maybe it was that first season you started using this uh, technique, and we need to come up with a name for this technique, uh, the, the tool frog or whatever it might be. Uh, you caught quite a few really nice fish on this particular technique. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think the very first fish I ever caught was like a 12-inch northern up in like one foot of water. And I was like, oh, no. And and then the next fish was a 27-inch walleye. I was like, okay, maybe. And and then as we, you know, changed locations and started fishing, I think my best day ever with, with that bait was we were out fishing as a group in 13 feet of water. And I was, I, there was back-to-back 28 inch walleyes at one point where like had you come over to take pictures of them and and you know i think there was numerous other ones that were in the upper 20s that day as well so pretty amazing mike thank you for joining us thank you for sharing a little bit of that experience and uh, talking unicorns with us we always appreciate that very much and we look forward to having you back up on lake winnipeg later this winter yeah i can't wait to get back up there with you guys folks uh, don't go away we've got a lot of gone outdoors yet ahead of us we're going to take a quick break Stick with us. We'll be back with more Outdoor Talk here on Gone Outdoors. Outdoors.